I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, nice people finish last. But is that really true? We'll look at the other routes to the top and getting into positions of power. Yesterday was the US general election, but don't worry, I'm not getting into who's the better candidate or who will make the better president. You can decide that. Instead, I invite you to spend a few minutes reflecting on how people get to the top, the routes to power. Because there's a common idea that nice people finish last. That's an expression in English. Good guys finish last. And that to get to the top, you must use your elbows and be prepared to walk all over other people. And Donald Trump is a prime example. From a psychologist's perspective, Trump is a narcissist. There's lots of evidence to support that. He has a well-documented history of behaviours that are aggressive, selfish, unfair and manipulative. But as an American diplomat told me in 2016, Trump isn't the first president like that and he certainly won't be the last. What Trump's behaviour does is it supports the idea that nice people finish last. I disagree. And there's lots of evidence to support the idea that nice people also finish first. You just have to look for it. Consider this. There are actually four routes to power. Let's just look at what they are. Route one is what we've been talking about. It's the dominant aggressive route. If you follow this route, you're selfish, cold, hostile, abusive and manipulative. You use fear and you use force to get your way. But there are three other routes. Route two is persuasion and influence. So you're a tactical player with a strategic goal and you know how to navigate organizational politics and influence the right people. Route three is what I call communal. It's communal because it's like a community. You give help to others when they need it and you also ask for help when you need it. And so it's this sharing and exchanging in the community. Route four is competence. You're highly talented, you're a high performer, and particularly in those skills that are vital for your function success or your team's success. So there they are, the four routes, dominant, aggressive, persuasion and influence, communal and competence. And you can have more than one, that's obvious. So is it true that dominant, aggressive people get to the top more than others? Well, the evidence is actually that extroverted people get to the top as often as dominant, aggressive people. So you don't have to be mean, cold, selfish, abusive and hostile to get to the top. The dominant, aggressive story is a magnetic story because we're attracted to life stories connected to our negative emotions. You click on the horror stories, the stories that disgust you, frighten you or worry you. It's natural. Stories with negative emotions spread six times faster than stories with positive emotions. Look at how the news is produced and consumed. We'll pay for a story about a sexist politician before we'd pay for a story about a highly competent politician who's trying to reduce tax avoidance. In short, 
stories about dominant aggressive leaders get into the media and they get into our imagination because these stories sell more. I don't know about you, but I don't know many people who click on a story about an extroverted, highly competent leader. It just doesn't sell. The business book industry, business magazines, online producers of content are interested in the dominant aggressive storyline. Then there's what researchers call the power seesaw. So if you're thinking of getting to the top or managing a big change using dominant aggressive behavior, then think again. Because nasty leaders get more power, but unfortunately for them, their selfish and mean behavior gives them less power. People see through what they're doing, and soon they end up with no more and no less power. This is the power seesaw. It goes up and it goes down. Leaders like Trump are an exception. There's just been a study which has looked at executives over a 14-year period and found that their rise to power was no more due to dominant aggressive behavior than it was to any of the other four routes. What is a factor is again the extroversion. What we have to remember is trust can also get you to the top too. So if you're serious about getting to the top and staying there, trust is an excellent alternative route. Trust is at the foundation of all those other three routes to power. Trust is at the foundation of persuasion. It's at the foundation of communal behavior. And it's at the foundation of competence. Trust plays a big role in all of those three areas. More than anything, you can't be a hidden diamond, buried deep down in the organization and impossible to see. In my work, I'm encouraging managers to engage in audacious promotion. That's being competent, being interested in other people, and telling the people in power that the success is because of your effort and your work. There's a ton of people, competent middle managers, who, for different reasons, are not promoting the quality of their work. And quite simply, in global organizations, they get ignored. If you're not sitting in the right place at the right time, you have to promote yourself. And let's face it, most people aren't sitting in the right place at the right time. So you have to figure out who's making the decision and gently let them know about the quality of your work and the successes it's having and how good that is for the business. It is really that simple. In conclusion, don't believe everything you hear. Dominant, aggressive, narcissistic behavior does get you to the top, but no more than any of the other routes to the top. So persuasion and influence can get you there. Communal behavior can get you there. Competence and high performance can get you there as well. The key factor is extroversion. Sharing your competence is good for you. It's good for the health of the organization. And above all, it's good for the long-term results in any company. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more information on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.